Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Connor and Stephanie again, back for week number two. Thank you all so much for listening last week. Yep, I agree. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, Being our first podcast last week was a little nerve-wracking to even have it up here on online, Um, but I feel pretty good about it, so yeah, yeah, we'll see how this goes today. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. First thing, I guess, is uh, we wanted to share, I guess, a funny story about what happened with, with Capri this week, especially considering what we talked about last week and, you know, that whole finding balance and mm-hmm. all of that. But yeah, I guess this week was was a tough week for Capri with food. She didn't want to eat much unless it involved sugar or candy. Yeah, she'd wake up in the morning and say, Mommy, sugar is healthy. And we would have to redirect her that no... Sugar's not healthy. So stuff like strawberries are healthy and raspberries. And she would look at us and say, no, yuck, which is her new favorite thing to do. And yeah, she loves yuck. Yeah. No. We yucky. have no idea where she got it from, but that's all she says. So this week she had a little bit too much sugar that she had some stomach issues, which I think taught her a lesson because yeah, she's I mean, been by, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, my stomach issues... She, uh, there was, there was poo all over (laughs) pretty much all of her clothes three times within the span of an hour. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that she said to us, my stomach hurts, my stomach hurts. And we knew it wasn't anything. She wasn't sick. There was no fever. It was definitely a sugar rush breaking down. Way, way too much sugar and not enough of anything solid. So pretty, like now she's been pretty good. She hasn't really had sugar. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think, like you said, I think she learned her lesson. She's uh, yeah. She ate. What did she eat? Some soup today. Some some yeah. pasta with rapini. Broccoli. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty good. She's yeah. getting better. Hopefully, Progress, not perfection, right? Yeah, and hopefully she keeps it up. And we want to keep sugar as a little treat. Yeah, and I guess talking about sugar in food, we can go into kind of what we were gonna cover, or like talk about this week. But that's baby proofing, and have you done it? What did you do? For example, with Capri, like with your first baby, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do everything. I have to change my whole house, my whole decor and take the mirrors off the walls and, you yeah. know, cover up the electrical sockets. But we we were just like talking. We didn't do any of that. Yeah, baby and proofing like, I feel like is so baby, baby dependent. Yeah, like there's no right and wrong. If you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. But... You know, we were thinking even growing up. Yeah. Like my mom, she didn't baby proof. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, your parents for sure. Because I even definitely when, had a baby proof. Even when home, your parents yeah, come sure. over here, they're like, um, you need to put the edges on the coffee table. We used to have a coffee table that had sharp edges and we just. Hey, grandparents are way more worried. Yeah, than I know. But I'm saying that's what, like my mom would always say, take the table away. Just get rid of it, which I'm sure she did. Yeah. But like we never had like anything in the electrical sockets or. No, I... Soft cushion. No, we just... My mom just taught us, you don't touch it. You These are your toys. And if you touch this, there's consequences. Yeah. And I'm pretty... And like I feel like that's how we've been. I want, Yeah. I wonder if baby proofing starts at a certain age or like did for at least me because I know for a fact as a, as like a two-year-old, so around Capri's age, I would, I would age, I was jumping up and down in my parents' bed with a bottle and I, oh, yeah, I guess I right. flew off the bed and... The bottle cut my chin and I have a scar to this yeah, day. Yeah, so yeah. I know. I don't know. Not that that's not baby proofing, but no, I guess like a that, funny story yeah. of kids that, getting hurt in yeah, all situations. Exactly. I mean, like, I'm not to say, like, leave your candle burning in the middle of the living room, like, you know, 
or keep every electrical socket out in the open but you know teach them yeah you have to exactly yeah and you have to i guess like watch your watch the kid too so um you can learn i guess what they're curious about and not curious about like capri at the beginning she loved stairs but she didn't care for anything else so the only sort of like severe baby proofing we had to focus on was keeping her from going up and down the stairs yeah and and we did get a gate but she did still fall numerous times because the gate wasn't that secure the gate wasn't great (laughs) that's a good point yeah but she only fell down like three stairs yeah I remember so it wasn't too bad but she learned she never did it again um I'm finding with William it's a little bit difficult because I don't know if it's a boy thing like He's way more curious. Yeah, yeah. he always wants to Every, look at things. Uh, everything and, is in the mouth. It doesn't matter yeah, what it is. Yeah, Whereas Capri, yeah. again, she never did any of that. She didn't yeah. care to put anything in her Nothing mouth. Nothing ever went in her mouth. Yeah, even teething. She just like didn't even want yeah. teethers. Yeah. We um we have this island in our kitchen that is Capri's. Oh, yeah. Capri's. It's optimal head smashing height for a two and a half year old. Yeah. And <laughs> when when um we first got the house, one of my coworkers, uh, her son came over. Oh, yeah. And he was chasing Perry, our dog, around the kitchen. And we were just laughing like, haha, like so cute, so funny. And all of a sudden, he misses like the, the part of the ledge and he just bonks his head. And I was pregnant at the time yeah, with Capri. That and wasn't fun. I was like, oh my God, are we going to have to call an ambulance? He, he was fine. Turned out fine. He just had a little... Um, Not a little. It was a... Oh, yeah, massive, okay. A pretty good bump on his head. Yeah. He was fine though. Like within seconds, he was totally fine. My friend was totally cool about it, which is great. But I remember my parents were there and they were like, oh my God, what are you going to do when you have the baby? You're going to have to put something here. Everybody was saying, get a pool noodle and put it here. And I'm like... I am not getting a pool noodle and putting yeah. it in the middle of my kitchen. There is absolutely no way. My fingers are crossed right now because I, we're saying this and tomorrow, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know what? Capri has learned so far that she just has to duck her head when she goes under it. And when is odd time she's really over it. It's just, you know, she, she taught herself and that's it. I didn't have to put the pool noodle in my kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, we don't have anything in our electrical <laughs> sockets and... We yeah. don't let her crawl around with forks, so that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess, and just to summarize what we've been trying to say this whole time is that um, baby-proofing and that sort of process will look different for everybody. Yeah. It's all dependent on your kid and how curious they are or what interests them. You know, like we mentioned, we had to do a couple of small things with Capri. William, I feel like we're going to have to do a lot more yeah, thank when God the he's time not comes. He's- yeah, thank God He's Almost still, there, but... He's still kind of just like a potato that sits on the ground, <laughs> so we're okay in that respect for now. But I think, yeah, once he starts moving, he's he's definitely the bigger troublemaker um, right now. Yeah. Or at least I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, look, it looks different for every kid, and there's so many things out there that people try to sell you and try to get you to buy, you know... Um, almost using like a fear a fear tactic to get you to buy it but I think most importantly and what we learned or, and are still learning is just watch your kid watch what interests them you know if they love sockets probably buy the stuff to protect the sockets things like that or if they run a bunch then maybe watch your corners and stuff like we've been lucky Capri doesn't run around a ton yeah. she's pretty uh, you know she's pretty I guess like gentle when it comes to moving yeah exactly um but yeah i don't know like it's also something that nobody really teaches you you just kind of have to figure it out and and you learn as you go and 
ultimately, you know, kids will only hurt themselves the same way once. You hope, you know, you touch a hot stove. You're not going to touch a hot stove ever again. Mm, Oh, we have a funny story about that. I know. With the coffee machine. Oh, that's right. The smeg. Yeah. 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 So... Um, I was I was making breakfast with Capri one day. Yeah. I was making oatmeal, and yeah. I let her sit up on the counter with me. And I turned on the kettle. It's a Smeg kettle, so it says the word <laughs> Smeg on the front. And I I turned my head for it couldn't have been more than two seconds. And in that time, she had enough time to lean back just a little bit and press her nice bare back. Right against the boiling hot kettle where it said the word smeg. But she got imprinted with that. Yeah, she was she she got branded with the letter uh no, it was the letter E on oh, her back. Yeah, but we, I thought it was an S, yeah, but it was the letter E. Yeah. So on her like middle the middle of her back there was just a branded E. It's gone now, thankfully, but Yeah, that was yeah. funny. So obviously loud now lesson. She's, yeah. That was our lesson learned, not to have her on the counter when there's something hot. Yeah. But now she's also scared of the kettle, so exactly. that's good. Yeah, she's I guess. learned. Yeah. But yeah, I know it's uh it's a fun process learning how to, you know, keep children alive on a daily yeah. basis. Trial and error, that's all there that is. Yeah, exactly. You know uh you know what else? I don't know why this just came to my mind, but it did, but the whole thing of like how your perspective on life changes so drastically when you have kids. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know, for for me at least specifically like my outlook on challenges and worries and anything like that changed so much when we had Capri and then even more when we had William. A lot of people know that I'm like a pretty even keeled guy. Like I don't get too emotional. I'm pretty calm. I like to think logically versus like emotionally. And I am. And you would be the complete opposite <laughs> of that, which is which is okay because yeah. you know, we, we help even each other out. It's like... You know, when there's a time to be emotional and you always help me get there when that needs to happen and there's a time to be logical and I do my best to to try to help you do that. Yeah. But, um, you know, sir, I, I think one situation that stood out to, to us was, you know, over the last little bit, um, I guess, Stephanie, you, you, like not down or, or whatever, but you've been a little bit down on yourself and the way that... I guess like we sort of helped you get through that is think about it from the perspective of if this was Capri or William one day and they were down on themselves, what would you tell them and how yeah. would you help them get through it? Exactly. And yeah. And I mean, ultimately what that helped you do is take a step back, think about the situation logically, think about whatever you were going through at the time with a, a clear sort of set of eyes. And, um, and I think you mean you could speak better to it, but I think it helped you just sort of realize that whatever that what you were going through at the time you can't let it affect your children. Yeah, that, number one, yeah, you can't let it affect yeah. your children, but it also like wasn't it's an eye opener. It's like mm-hmm. if Capri or William came to me one day with a similar situation, what am I going to do? Tell them to mope on the couch? Tell them, oh yeah, yeah, don't you like don't worry about it? Like you can't disregard it either. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a time for everything, right? Like sometimes yeah. moping on the couch is exactly what somebody needs. Yeah, yeah, but. but Looking at it through that lens of of what would I tell my kid and like take your situation into that into account when you're saying that like if you've had a bad day, you've had a bad day, sit on the couch and relax and, and yeah. you know, get over it that way. But sometimes there's situations where the problem 
is, you know, you, you might take the problem and, and make it make it more than it is or make it bigger than it needs to be just because you're in a sort of like a downward spiral that day. And yeah. if you take a step back and you're like, okay, is this really a problem? Do I really need to be thinking about this it like this? about it, yeah. Yeah, and ultimately if it was your kid in that situation, your approach would be to help calm them down and eventually approach it logically. But exactly. it's, it's sometimes it's very hard to do that when it's yourself. So, so yeah, guess, they're, very, they're a good reminder. They yeah, keep us going. Yeah. yeah, kids are a great reminder that a lot of the things that we fight through on a daily basis are so much smaller than we think they are, Yeah, I would say. And because as a parent, at least for me, like the only thing that I care about and the only thing that matters to me is those little kids mm-hmm. and making sure they're happy yeah. and healthy and then my focus shifts to you. Yeah. And, and it was so cute. Like the way Capri was like, mommy, can you be happy? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. How exactly. can I be upset right now with that little voice coming to me and asking me if I can be happy? Yeah. So yeah, you, you, there's no way that you can, that you can keep being upset. No after way. No, no way. way. <laughs> yeah. I think perspective is, is a big thing as, as a parent, um, trying to see situations the way that your kid might see them. Yeah. And helping using that to help diffuse any situation or any argument or any sort of um, temper tantrum, for example. You know, it's like being able to see it through their lens, while albeit probably is a very simple lens. Yeah. It helps um, take the tension down in the situation that you're in. Exactly. Yeah. Like one example of that, even like tying that back into the sugar that we talked about earlier when Capri does want sugar and she fights for that sugar and she screams because she wants nerds or Skittles (laughs) or something, um, one of the things that you do so well is you sit down with her, you just... Compromise. You you compromise, you grab her hand, you say, why do you want the nerds? And she says, because I'm hungry or because I like them. It's like, okay, what else do you like? Yeah, I love when she says, I need it. Yeah, I need it. I need need (laughs) candy. Yeah, but it's like, Thinking about that situation in a, in a logical sense, which obviously kids have a tough time doing, but as parents, you know, you can use that to to get through it. Number one and number two, use it as practice for yourself. Yeah. Which you know, over the years, I've seen you get better with. Even when you get in certain situations, you used to be like I would very just shut emotional down. Yeah. and you would shut down. And yeah, exactly. It was don't talk to me, leave me alone, whatever. But it's now, as an adult and as a parent, you've you've grown. And it's like if we ever have an argument, we we do what we can to try to sit down and, and talk it through logically versus just like Screaming, play the yelling, whole like bye, don't talk it don't talk yeah. to me game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they teach you lessons too, your kids. Every day. Every yeah. day I learn something new from my yeah. kids. Whether it's about me, about you, about them, yeah. or how to be a parent, or the best thing to do. Even breathing <laughs> techniques. Like sometimes I forget, like yeah. I need to sit down and, and breathe. So when I do it with Capri, I'm like, okay, like I need like a couple minutes here to breathe. Yeah. Makes me feel good. I know. Need an Apple Watch. Tells you to breathe. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's our Apple Watch, Capri. Hashtag ad. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Like thinking about how you get your kid to to fight through a tough situation and applying that to your everyday life could be be life-changing for some. Well, I think... To, to end off this week's episode, I've, I have no idea what we even talked about. It. We just kind of rambled. But yeah. um, 
to to end it off, I think we want to just talk about maybe something that we each learned over the last week, and and how we're hoping to carry that forward um, into next week and into the future. But um, for me, I think one of the biggest things I learned is that little kids are more like adults than you think, and that talking to them logically and explaining things to them and reasoning with them and being honest with them about why they can't have something or why they can't do something actually has an impact. Um, Which I think before this week, you know, I always kind of knew, but it became super apparent this week with the whole sugar conversation and trying to get Capri to eat normal adult food that wouldn't give her three diarrheas in an hour. Um, And basically after that situation, explaining to her, like, Capri, the reason that your stomach hurts so much is because you ate nerds for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And sprinkles. And, yeah, cake sprinkles. And then there's cookies. Yeah, cookies. Exactly. It's like, talk to her about that. And she understood. And it's like, Capri, it hurts because of this. Do you understand? Yes, Daddy. And since then, the sugar intake has been kept to a very minimal um, amount. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's my big lesson. I don't know, Steph, um, if you have one. But. I think the for the week the lesson that I learned was to not let my emotions impact my judgment. Um this That's week, a pretty good lesson. I like that one. Yeah, this week has been a little bit tough on me. Uh, there's like a few things that have been happening. Um what this means is I the day that I was upset, I was just moping and didn't wasn't myself and like for Capri to notice it and see me and I wasn't yeah. really present in the moment really really did affect me in our home like I didn't feel like cooking I didn't feel like like helping William like the poor guy he had a big explosion himself and I just just didn't have the motivation to go and do it and I know you're working full-time down in the basement and mm-hmm. I Obviously, don't want to bother you, but it just yeah. it took a toll on me. And I do what I can. Yeah, of course, you're so helpful, but it just it took a toll on me, knowing, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Like, I need to wake up. I need to be here for my kids. They need me, and I can't like I can't make these problems that I'm having into something bigger than they are. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah, I mean, to the lesson, like the way that you said the lesson, it's like. It's not even about making problems not as big as they are, mm-hmm. but it's about not letting the way that you're feeling during the day impact your judgment on situations. Like, yeah. um, going back to this, the one you mentioned about William, it's like, you know, you're having a bad day, your kid takes an explosion, there needs to be a separation in the way that you're feeling about the day and the care that the kids need. Yeah. Right? Like... And that applies to all facets of life, not just parenting or no, kids. Of but you know, one of the biggest things, at least for us, when we are upset, is to maybe not assess the situation immediately. Don't don't talk about it right away. It's like take fifteen minutes. Go take go outside. Go get the mail. Take a deep breath. Go for a car ride. Go for a which car ride. Which is what ride. I did after. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you need to do to try to clear your head and calm down, because taking. Or talking about anything when you're emotionally charged um, never ends up good. I think I think there's a saying that's like, never make a decision when you're angry or sad. Yeah, and that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah. So with that. Yeah, I would say yeah. like after, you know, taking my car ride, I overcame it and this week has been Yeah, better. You, you took your step back, you yeah. know, think thought about it and um everything is good. Everything was great after that and yeah. it's been a good week nonetheless. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um well thanks everybody for listening. Yes, thank you. Hope you enjoyed this week's uh, this week's podcast. I hope you learned something, maybe. Yeah, and if if you ever want us to talk about something, you can um, always just send me a DM on Instagram and let us know what else you want to hear from us, stories, advice. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Apple Watch and Nerds. If you guys ever <laughs> need a sponsor, we're here. <laughs> You're so funny. All right. Well. All right. We'll talk well, to you all next thank week. Thank you. Bye bye.